Today we have Scott Lee back again. Um, I understand you just came back from Vietnam. How was the trip? I, it was fantastic. I did press for a tourist guide to love for Netflix. I was there for about a week doing press. It was awesome. It was my first time doing a press like that. And it was rapid fire. It was a lot of people, um, a lot of creative stuff. And uh, it was just a great experience, man. Yeah. So tell me about it. You, you land in Vietnam and... They roll out the red carpet for you guys, right? Man, let, let me try to remember because I don't, I forget the past so fast nowadays. But I got there, I had like a half of a day or a day to kind of like rest up. And then first night was having dinner with Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook, uh, uh, some of the Netflix heads, you know what I mean? Like the, like, and, and the people in Netflix and some of the other actors like Banoi. And just kind of talking and chit chatting, and and they were they've they've already done the the press here, they already done did the press in Hanoi. I was meeting up with them in Saigon to do the press there, so I I missed like you know uh, two thirds of it, and so but it, it was cool though. I, I mean I felt like I got to still experience the tail end of that, and that, that's that's my first time. I, I was like in Thailand shooting um, something for HBO, but I was like missing. The premiere, my first premiere, red carpet premiere in, in L.A., you know, seeing myself on the big screen. But I was cool, though. I was like, my kids went, uh, my wife went, and a bunch of people went. And they were like, I, I heard they were inspired, and they, they were having a great time, and the movie did well. And So I was just like, I, I, I didn't feel like I missed anything. I just feel like, oh, I, I was there in spirit. I, you know, I, I felt good. Yeah, it did its thing. I was there that night. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah the okay. Netflix premiere. But I knew you were going to be out of town and you're yeah. going to miss that premiere. But uh, it was fun. So fun. Dope, man. I saw pictures. The movie theater. I saw pictures of the movie theater. I was like lit. Yeah. Everything was like, I've never seen a movie theater like that before. My kids were running up and down. They were in the yais and stuff. And it was beautiful, man. So. What do you think has changed? What do you think mentally has changed inside of you? Has anything changed? Nothing's changed. I still feel the same. The only difference is I have the number one movie in the world. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been saying that just, just because. But um, it's uh, I feel the same, man. Um, from the beginning to when I finished the project, I could say that my mindset was the same like six months before I started the project, which was... I started focusing on myself. I started focusing on uh, the, the basic things in life and just like positive energy. I talked about wavelength and all that stuff and um, just giving out positive energy, taking positive energy in. And, and if you kind of like live that way so much and you think about it and you exude it so much, it's like you're breathing fresh air all the time and all of a sudden you smell a fart or shit. Yeah. You know it, you know? And then so you back away from it right away. It's You're like... You're, 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 you're sensitive to that stuff. So that's how I was living, man, because I changed. And, um, <clears throat> and, and, and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell this story. And, I, I, dude, nobody knows about this. But you know a lot of people are going to know about this. Okay. See, this is the reason why I'm, I'm calling. I called you like when I, I landed like two days ago back in L.A. And I was like, did I do enough to kind of like rally the Vietnamese people here and in the Vietnamese people in Vietnam after all that press. And I felt like, man, I, I don't know if I did enough. And I asked Rachel and she was like, don't be hard on yourself, Scott. You know, uh, it's your first time, you, you know, you don't be hard on yourself. And I was like, 
I know. I just felt like I could have done more. Wait, what do you mean? You what do you mean? You feel like you didn't do enough? Like what? What exactly did you not do enough? I, it's just a feeling, man. It's just a feeling, like, like Scott, you could have, uh, or Scott. It was just like it wasn't even my name. It was just like you could have done more, because what you're doing right now is gonna make an impact in the future somehow. And you know, like I know, I know it. But I was like, am I? And at the same time, I know I'm a little bit hard on myself, but. Uh, that's what came out of you know my, my my mind was telling me like oh you could have done more so I was like okay Rachel was like oh Scott don't worry about it you didn't do um you you hardened yourself we're doing we're doing great you did great so I came back and I right away I was like okay who who can I call that has a voice and it could share and spread you know spread the voice and 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 bring things up you know what I mean one was uh, Ken from uh, um, uh, the Vietnamese all right and then the other one was Johnny D from you know um, uh, VidQ, and so I called up both you guys, and then when I called him up, he was like, he was like, dude, oh, really? Okay, hey, let's go live in an hour. I was like, let's go, and we did we did that on Sunday morning while I was at church. <laughs> I I bounced out real quick, went outside, and I did that, and it was good. I felt good. I was like, I need to bring like this project and make it the number one movie in Vietnam. No, 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 the number one movie in the world. We could do this. We could do this because we're on. By the time I got on the plane, I was coming back. We were second on Netflix, yeah. and I was like, we could do this for once. Hey, a Vietnamese film, Vietnamese actors shot in Vietnam, um, um, something outside of the war. It's just, it's, it's just an adventure movie, a, a romance movie, and we could get number one, the number one movie. And something was like just firing me up, man. I was like, so I called him up. I was like, ba 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 ba. So I watched my my tape with him. I was like, dude, that dude is so passionate, and he's like, he's he's doing it not for himself, and I'm not doing it for myself anymore. That's my mindset. I'm like, I'm doing it for uh, actors. I'm doing it for the people of Vietnam. I got things I want to do at 52 in Vietnam to help the community, help the people, help the the the, the, the kids. And I'm, like, how am I gonna do that? If I just keep quiet and just go home and be like, hey, that's enough. No. So and I called him and we did that. And I called you. And of course, you, you were like, let's go. And I was like, okay, now I'm here again. Um, so, you know, it, it's for me, it's like, it need, there. It's just like the tip of the iceberg, man. Yeah, I feel like it's, I get it's it. and, 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 and like people are telling me, oh, how does it feel? How does it feel? I was like, it feels good. It feels good. It doesn't feel good. It feels normal. And I feel like, let me unshed more of this stuff. Let me let me unveil more. This is like the tip of the iceberg. Let me fucking raise the fucking ice, the glacier up. And then I'm going to get people like you, people like all the people from the sympathize, all the people from fucking uh, uh, the, the industry here and there to grab this thing and just bring it up to the ceiling. And then I'm fucking gone. What do you mean you're gone? Like, you know, you know, nothing's forever, you know what I mean? So... But in that way, I, I, I know, like I left something on the foundation for future, yeah, future generation, Asian actors. But oh man, you know what I mean? But Vietnamese actors, all that stuff. I, I think like maybe like a month ago, two months ago, I was more like, you know, what I mean, hey, you know what? I did a project, and uh, you know, I consider myself just an actor, you know, and you know, you go through the waves and stuff, up and downs, and. You know, I'm doing this, but I want the next generation to not even think about, hey, I'm an Asian actor, I'm a Vietnamese actor, da-da-da-da. And then I spoke to a, a friend of mine. We were sitting in a taxi, we were driving, Tien, and he was telling me just, like, things, man. And he was telling me how 
proud he was of me and and, and he's another he's, he's an actor too a yeah. fantastic actor and, and he he was telling me oh man you know it's the big thing man and he's like you know Vietnamese men Asian men you know like so many people tried out for the role and, and you got it and, and I'm, I'm really glad I'm really glad it's you now, now that I know you brother and I was like fuck I gotta step up and not just say like hey this is not a big deal, and I hope the, f the future generation don't think about it. Yeah, for sure, I don't want that. But at the same time, let's like let's shed a little light and like you know amp it up a little bit even more. So you know, use the momentum. Yeah, use the momentum. But you know, I I feel like all of us, including you, Tian, all of the guys on the HBO project that you're on, I feel like everybody's giving it their best i feel like everybody's pushing and everybody knows that this is the right time that they're pushing mm. i feel it i feel mm. like everybody's doing even mm. from johnny me like everybody's doing their best to push you know even the writer on on beef you know she's uh, marie uh you know she's one of the staff writers on and you know i feel like everybody's pushing and it's pushing you know, nonstop. That's Bowing, great, you know? man. That's great. Like hearing that, that likes that, that amps me up. Cause you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of outside of the circle cause I'm kind of new and I'm kind of like, I used to be like, Hey, just focus on the family kind of thing. You know what I mean? Go in there, do some work and come out. And, and I, and I got kids. So I focus on, you know, so much about that. You know that, right? Yeah. And so now hearing you say that, Oh man, it just, it does like fire me up. It's like, we're fucking like, you know, um, we're rowing the, bo the boat. boat. Yeah, the, the boat. big dragon boat. The big dragon yeah. ships, yeah. And, I, and for me, it was like, I just focus on myself. I just focus on myself and whatever, like, I, if I can inspire people or I could, like, help people, I'll do it. Um, no problem. No, no, you know, no question or, 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 or mentor or kind of coach other actors and, 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 and learn from other actors as well, too, like I'm doing, like, on every set. But hearing you say that kind of makes me feel like... With the momentum... Do you feel like more opportunities are opening up? Do you get are you getting more calls? Are you getting more offers? It's so new right now, yeah. dude. I mean, that's a question like for the future, man. But right now, I'm setting up like the pieces, like like I'm setting up like big, big like uh, standards for myself. So uh, I told you before that I got that project, that female project, MMA project. Yeah. I found her, man. I went to Thailand for a project, but part of my reason why I was, you know, I went there was to find like this, this female, uh, gritty, beautiful, smart, strong, um, fighter, independent fighter. And I found her. Man. Thai, is she Thai or? Thai. she's muay thai she does muay thai and mma which is perfect and i spoke you know and then I, I i from one person i found another person and like it was like i know a guy i know a guy that knows a guy and then i met one guy and he was like such a gerard such a uh, a special human being he lives in thailand now and he was like i know everybody i know everybody in thai in, in, in mma and uh, muay thai and he trains and he's like oh yeah i know her oh. and he was showing me pictures of them and so he gave me like a list of three or four people and I knew them. And I was like, okay, let me reach out to them. One person didn't get back to me. Da, 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 da. And then uh, there was two sisters. There was one that I was like, man, she has definitely a look for it. And, it's, and then I, I reached out to her dad and her dad got back to me. 
and I was talking to him. I was going back and forth with him. And he was like, oh, yes, I, I've been wanting her to get into acting. And I told, I pitched the, the story to him, and he was like, yes. And then so I reached out to her and her boyfriend, and I went to their studio. And I was like, I wanted to go. I, I, I didn't want to pitch it to them over the phone or like yeah. through, through texting and shit. It's just too much. I wanted to go over there so that they could understand that I'm a fighter too. I grapple too. I used to wrestle too. You know, this face is not all fucked up, broken nose three times for no reason. You know what I mean? I've done the work. And so I know how to grapple. I know the world. You know, I'm not at that level, but that's why I want to showcase it. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing because you showcase the, the Muay Thai and, 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 and the history and the, the art of it. And then you bring the MMA world into it. And then the, the, the backdrop of whether it's in Thailand or Vietnam or whatever, it's going to be the beautiful thing. Plus, it's a female fighter. That's going to be like, you know, just like in my mind, I'm like, it's, it's just a bunch of uh, positive things, artistic, beautiful, gritty, like a thing that people don't usually see. And on top of it, like the, the challenges of what a, a female fighter has to go through, but not really anymore because it's normal now. You know what I mean? They're fighters. Yeah. They train like crazy, just like anybody else. And is it in English or English? English but then there's gonna be like Vietnamese, uh, uh, um, Vietnamese dialogue and Thai dialogue. Yeah. If, if 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 the characters, if, yeah, yeah. If the character kind of works out, because it, it, it's it, it's up to change. You know, you, I remember you asking me like like what's what ethnicity is is the character Lauren, and I was like it used to be this, but then now it's like whatever. Yeah. It has to be the person that I meet, and you just know, you just know the moment you see them. And then, like, for her, she's Thai. But for her, it's like, like I don't need you to, to, to act too much. You just be you. And then later, me and my, my, my team and I will help you, help kind of, like, sure. fine-tune everything yeah. else. Bum, 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 bum. Because she's already a superstar, man. I'm talking about super, superstar. Really? And she, she, she's, she's known in, the, in the, the, the fight world, but, but not, like, worldwide. Not at that level where everyone is, like, every, every little girl is, like, I want to be her. You know, and so I see that in her, and she's just like this quiet little, quiet thing, little thing, just like standing in front of me, looking at me the way you're looking at me, with like taking it in with confidence, um, not reacting too much. But I could tell she's like this like calm waters, but the water could be like a fucking wave and fucking a tsunami mm. if it wanted to, man. And that's why I was like, I could, she's like pulling me in, and I was like, okay, I can't wait, I can't wait. I so I got that, and then. Um, uh, yeah, I just finished this like HBO thing, so that's probably gonna be like 2025 or four that I'm gonna you know maybe help out doing like promotion of it. Uh, but I'm still like riding this next Netflix wave on a tourist guide to love, which is like now we're number one in the world, man. And that's like that's crazy. It's crazy if you think about it. This movie shot in Vietnam with you in it, like the lead. I talked to Rachel about this, man, and it's yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's adorable she's what a amazing human being yeah and we're talking about the significance of having not just an asian man but a vietnamese man on screen with her and you know i don't want to give too much away but the significance of that happening twice in the film right so wait, what do you mean, what do you mean happen, happen, happening twice make out oh <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah. that's a big deal you know it's a major deal because that doesn't up until I think um, 
Jimmy O. Yang did his film. Yeah. I forget the, the one that he just did about two years ago. You didn't really see Asian men making out with white women. And I hate to belabor this fucking point over and over and over because it's so stupid. But for a guy like me pushing 50 growing up in the United States, it's a big deal. It's a major deal for us. You haven't seen it happening, right? You don't. And I think the young kids today are thinking, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing because... I mean, to them, it's probably not a big deal, but it's a wonderful thing. But for me, it's not just wonderful. It's like... You know, it's something that is like a milestone yeah. for the United States. I, and and I'll, I'll add to that, man. It's like when I was training for it, I did feel that that like there was there was weight on my shoulders. You know, I put I put the weight on my shoulders, and I I I try to be like, you know, hey, let's uh, you know, it's just it's just focus on me, and it's, you know, and whatever I do, I. I don't want to like make it too broad and too wide where I have to think about what other people think and all that stuff. Just focus on me and, and the way I play my game. If it helps, if it fits into whatever story and whatever uh, a piece of the puzzle, then cool. You know what I mean? As long as I'm focusing on myself and being my best version. You know what I mean? But yeah, I did. There, there was like echoes of that inside of me, man. Like you're doing something big. You're doing something for, for Asian men. You're doing something for the Asians. And you know, I, so again, I'm going back to something that, this is what I wanted to say, uh, like, I told you, like, I never said it before, right? So, um, six months, I think, um, I don't know even when, uh, again, I forget when I go, uh, I think back, but, like, before I got the Tourist Guide to Love, right? Before I auditioned for Tourist Guide to Love, like, six months, four months, four months prior to that, I made the switch in my mind. I started changing the way, like, I was like, I'm, I'm 40. I, I look like a, I, um, you know, I know I was always fit. I was always athletic. You know, I'm always confident, always friendly and nice and awesome. But I was like, man, I'm like 220 pounds. I'm, I'm the fitness manager at a gym. Man, I get yourself to uh, get yourself together. And, 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 and the reason why I was like, I, I started that shift was my wife was pregnant with my third kid. Right. And we lost, we lost, we lost her. Right. We lost my, uh, the third and so that moment i made that switch like she like that my, my third daughter she was like to me in my heart in my mind it was like remember i said life is a once in a lifetime opportunity i said that before that's where i got that mindset life entire life is a once in a lifetime opportunity it made me realize hey man i'm so damn lucky i really gotta soak this up my health, my life, my family, my kids, my friendship, the sun, the grass, having a car, having a bed, you know, just being able to speak, being able to have a mind and communicate the, such the, the basic, basic things and, 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 and really believing that, hey, I am so lucky because anything could happen at any moment for people around me or myself. So then I started make that, making that switch. So like three, four months after that, I, I started losing some weight. So I, I was training hard. So I, every time I went to the gym, I was like, make the gym a better place. Every time you go in, make the gym a better place. 5 a.m., I would go in there, start cleaning up, da-da-da-da, uh, mentor the guy in front, Andre, and be like, hey, man, you got to focus on being the, 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 the pilot you want it to be, always want to be. Man, you sit here with your head down, you're checking people, and you're wasting your time, you know, you're getting paid this and that. Start taking classes, start doing these things, man, because you're, you're going to be an amazing uh, pilot, and you're going to fucking fly me around one day, hopefully, dude, get me some fucking free tickets. And so I'm like doing that, right? Everything. Training, hiring trainers, doing a, just positive energy. 
And then, then I get this audition. I did it real quick. Bam, bam, bam. The same energy. They feel the energy through the lens. Boom, 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 boom. I book it. And then the moment I book it, I'm already down like 20 pounds. So I'm like at 200. The moment I book it, I'm like, oh, okay. I read that. I read the sides. Oh, shit. It's a good story. It's a beautiful story. Oh, man. Okay. How, right away, I'm, I'm picturing things in my mind. Okay. All right. I have a job to do here. I, I need to make, you know, this is this is an opportunity to to make Asians, Asian men, Vietnamese men look like the shit, like warriors. Like, not just smart, creative, funny, uh, 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 kind, uh, uh, um, vulnerable, and like a warrior. Like, And so I was like, uh, the scene, I was like, okay, all right. So I hired uh, Alex, a trainer that I hired at the gym. He was Mr. Taiwan, right, back in the days. I got Faith from the gym. She's a wonderful person. She competes. I got Debbie. She competes too. And I started, like, building my team around me and so I started training and so when I trained it was like there was no two people in that gym that did more reps more sets than me there was no, maybe no three people in that gym that did more reps and more sets than me and it was it came to a point where I'm, I'm training so so hard and I'm like you know I start naming out people every on every rep wow. so I'm like just when I can't do it anymore I'll name out Joel Rachel Steven, and then I was starting, these are the people that believe in me, that's giving me this opportunity to do this, right? And then I'll name out um, my family members, you know what I mean? My brother, my sisters, my nieces, my, uh, 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 my brother-in-law, and then uh, my parents, my, 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 my in-laws, and then I go to my wife, and then I go to my, my oldest daughter, then I go, and I can't, I'm, I'm like shaky, I can't do anything, I'm sweating like crazy, and then I'll go to, go, go to uh, my, my younger daughter, and then I can't do anymore, and then I'll finally say, Number like three, which I call that's what I call her, right? And it's just fucking no, it's no stopping me, man. I'm just fucking like I, I, I fucking turn into a lion, dragon, whatever it is that I was like this, this body ain't holding me back. And I'll just go and like I'll be sweating like crazy, and tears will mix with the sweat. But people don't know this because I'm like, <laughs> and my eyes all red and just there. But then people don't know that I, it's tears. You know what I mean? It's it's. I'm doing this, and in my crazy mind, in my 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 mind, my, my story, in my head at that time, it was, it was, my daughter, my third. She was like, "This is the one about the story that I used." She sacrificed, like she goes, "Dad, I'm sacrificing myself so you could live your dream." Because if she was born, I would have taken this. I can tell you right now, I would have taken it. They had a hard time, kind of like getting me to do it because I, you know, yeah. with two, two kids. Yeah. But then later, if, if my, my third was born, she would have been like, you know, like a baby baby. And I'm like, hell no, the, the lion has to be here protecting its, its cubs, you know what I mean? And so, you know, now, you know, so in my mind, it was like, she sacrificed herself so that I could live my dream. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to go hard, man. I'm going to go hard. They, like, there's nothing I can do. So, yeah, that, that's that's, uh, that's a pretty intense story. The things that drive us to do the things that we need to do, it's pretty intense to hear that. And you know, that's like very intimate. I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. Yeah, it's uh, and it, it's like if I if I if I speak about it, if I talk about it, it gives it power too. It doesn't for me. I'm like now I'm talking about it, like it doesn't take it away because for me that was that was my secret. That's my secret source, my secret power. You know, I got my family and all that stuff, but that was like, you know, there ain't no way I'm going down. So does that give you, so you're like failing 
to like your reps are just working to failure, right? It sounds like you're just oh, it was, repping yeah, to nothing, yeah, to fail, right? Yeah, the mindset was kind of like for the training was like burn fat while gaining muscle, which is kind of like you know you either you you know nowadays they all talk about bulking up and then cutting, yeah, but it was like two at the same time doing both at the same time, yeah. But but how how I guess my question is how long can you sustain with quote unquote number three? to push you through all the difficult things in your life forever like, man if it needed oh, to be shit. dude if it needed to be but it was like after i was done i was like i was done and i was like okay if, if that that because i mean how much working out how what was the time period like 12 weeks 14 weeks that that you kept thinking about number three and failing you know going to failure it was every day that i went i did that workout every i, mean, I worked out what five six days a week five days a week for sure and then I did out like that was like the serious the meat of the workout was probably like seven a seven a.m. after because I started work because I managed gym from like five a.m. and then I'll take a little break, do my workout, then go back to work, and then later I go pick up the kids and all that stuff. So um, it was like how many weeks of that? Man, sixteen. Oh shit! You kept that going for sixteen weeks. Yeah, but this, at the sixteen weeks as it went, the story began to change. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't stay the same. It it began to change as I changed mentally, as I changed oh. physically. It started to change. And you know, my the, the way I the way the things I was able to do, I I, I I was I started being able to do more because I know I know I could do more. I started to do not just more in weights, but like more in reps, like more different things too you know what i mean and it uh it's just kind of like it was like i felt like it was just like you know there's not there's, there's nothing like you know nothing you can't do really you know yeah it's it's hard to to process for somebody who is not at the place in their life where they're motivated or they're inspired you know they're probably out somewhere working nine to five and not inspired to I can tell you right now I cut that off right now because like the inspiration you got to find inspiration man um 10 maybe 10 11 years ago again I, I my number is going backwards it's weird but like before kids and all that stuff it was just like my girlfriend and I or my, my wife and I at the time or something like that. my schedule it's you know talking about no inspiration and all that yeah. stuff <clears throat> I was doing acting here and there it was like up and down up and down you know none, none special and then I was like, okay, shoot, I got to find a real job. I didn't find a real job. So I was always good at cooking, so I went to culinary yeah, school. Yeah. I did culinary school. Over in, uh, and um, it was the, that, that time it was uh, 7 a.m. to like 2 or 3 p.m. And then I got out, and then I coached kids after school. So from like 3 p.m., 3.30 to like, like 5.30 or 6, right, after school, pro after school program. So I did that. And then I would go home rarely slept that's kind of couldn't sleep and then i would go and do the graveyard shift over at commerce casino as a cook from 11 p.m to 6 a.m and i read i did that for like close to a year i was like red bull go go you know what i mean i you know free food i'll be eating and you know and all that stuff at the casino but then later it got boring you know um i remember one time i was like i think a month into that job and one of the kind of like a, a good looking vietnamese man dude older he was like in the 60s he came up to me he was like uh I was like, what are you talking about? And he, he said, like, he said, you shouldn't be here. Wow. Like, he, he was like, you shouldn't be here. You're better than this. 
Like, and I was like, what are you talking about? And I was, and I was da, 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 da. But then the thing is, I, it's because I, I don't know, maybe for me, there's nothing wrong with it, but for me, it was like, this is just a, a pit stop. But there was no motivation, man. I was like, okay, this is going to be forever. This could be forever if I just didn't see, like, wanted. So I did that for a year, and I felt like, I still say to this day, like, it took a year out of my life, man, because it was, dude, it was tough. And I, I one day, shoot, one day, that, that, that gap between um, uh, getting off from work and going to uh, class, like, at 6.30 or something, I'm, like, there and parked, and... Across the street, I'm parked at the the the, the, the near the school, and, and and across the street, they got the trailers, they got production, they were shooting Leverage, right? The show, right? And I remember I'm just looking out over there. I'm like, and then I I I I, I take my my view and I I, I scope I, I I scan it like where it's like a it's like a drone, and I'm like, me sitting in this car and it goes higher and higher. And all of a sudden, I'm just eating. I was eating something or drink coffee or something, and I'm looking at over there and there's all these people creative people doing their thing and i'm like damn I, like like the, like looking back i was like dude um you could be there you just gotta like m make these adjustments on, on all these you know fine tune these wires yeah. wires and tubes and stuff and and change your brain dude change your brain and so i think at some point like near like month 12 or 11 or something like that i remember i, I got my resistant band I went out to uh, during my break at, at the at the casino. I went out to the inventory lot, the back, the back, and it was like a uh, uh, there was like a, a pillar. I took that resistant band in my chef's clothes, right? I took it, put it around the 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 pillar, and I started doing rows and working out. And like this is like three a.m. in the morning. Nobody's and it was like to me. I'm thinking about. I'm like, man, that was like a uh, that was like a a scene from Eight Mile, dude. Like the dude, you know, I was like. I'm changing right now. I'm gonna start right here, and I'm changing. I brought, and I started working out, and then I think I, you know I, I quit that job, and I just started training people because I was like, okay, this will open up more time for me to 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 do some acting and, and see. But that's the thing I'm talking about. How do people who are in a rut, they're in this mental rut, and how do they break free? And they have their eight mile moment, right? That moment where you're just like, fuck this, I'm over this. Like their David Goggins moment where you're just like, fuck, I'm just over being complacent and uninspired and just getting up to do the thing. Cause I find myself in that position often, you know, and I'm a pretty inspired person, you know, in my life. But sometimes I find the burden of like continuing to go, it burns me out sometimes. And then when I hear your story, just sort of like this way that you process your energy, it seems like it's a perpetual machine of like, you give three, you're getting back 10. You get 10, you're getting back 30. And it's just producing more energy. And I want to know, when it gets tough and boring and uninspired, how do you keep it going for 16 weeks, like what you just talked about, and you just keep roaring as a lion, you just keep pumping out because that's when it really separates the kids from the grown-ups because most of us are not like capable of sustaining shit for that long right for 16 weeks i try to go and do a month month and a half of you know really hard working out i drop out i get injured and i just like for two three weeks i'm just like fuck i don't want to do anything 
that consistency is what gets you to a tourist guide to love being in a film like that. That mental switch for somebody who was cooking at Commerce Casino for a year and then you you flip and then you keep it consistent for years and years and years and it just keeps ebbing and flowing until you hit the gold mine. You know, it's like, it's crazy when I hear the story. It's like, I'm trying to put the pieces together on how we as you know, regular folks who are just not inspired sometimes doing our nine to five. How do we get to this point where, because I think that as a community, if we could all understand the mechanics of this inspirational side of living, but we are not being given this sort of like this push to pursue our creative endeavors and to push with our ability to go out and do shit that's very risky. Well, I think the first thing you got to do is stop saying you can't do it. Yeah. And and really believe. And if you keep on saying you can't do it, you're not going to do it. And that's the, if, if that, re, that constant, like you're, obviously I feel like this, there's three parts to, three parts, your mind, your brain, your body. If you train your brain to consistently say, I can't do it, I'm uninspired, I can't do it every day, that fucking computer is going to be like, that's the fucking system that you you put in, and it's always gonna t it's always gonna repeat itself, and it's always gonna tell your body not to do it, and your body's gonna respond to the brain, even if your mind wants it, mm. because your brain is so wired that way, computerized that way. You have to like break and take out the fucking chip, throw it away, put the fucking two thousand twenty five chip in, and say I can. Even when I feel like I can't, suddenly oh that's the old thing. I can, I can, I will, I will, I will, I will, I can. How did you get here? In here in, in America, how did you get to America? You were, you were, you, you, you I was were, born here. You were born here, but how did you? How did your parents get here? Because you, you didn't, you didn't just get it. You someone came they from escaped. another country. They, they escaped, escaped, right? But how? Boat. They. So, that's inspiration right there. That's non freaking stop inf inf um, uh, uh, inspiration. That is like, that's a gold mine of inspiration. Every single day you wake up. That's a gold mine right there, like. Like, I, I just think, like, it could have been totally different if my, my, my parents didn't have the courage or didn't decide to stay or or just kind of like, but then they, they were like, dude, we're going to risk it all and take the kids. And I wasn't even born. I wasn't even in this world yet, dude. And just, and then, and then they came they come over here and I was born here and I, he, I ask stories. I hear the stories. My sister in Vietnam never made it she she was a baby she she she's in the soil and that's more inspiration oh, you know what shit. i mean that's more inspiration for me but it's just that the, the process of my parents coming over here and the stories they tell me and I, the, the fact that i know like i got this thing that i've been i've been saying is that the vietnamese people here are fucking aqua people we come we come from the water we're we're, we're, we're half half the people are still in the ocean we, we are water people. We are aqua people. And I'm a descendant. You're a descendant of this courage. And it's in you. It's in you. Re-fucking-wire your brain and say, I can, I will. I will get that sponsor. It's going to fucking happen. And and that, what they did, like, it, it's the past. But I can still, mm. I can still feel it. I can still, it radiates in me. It's like, damn, I don't see it, but it's there. Just like, just what I tell my daughters. I'm like, you know, if daddy's gone, it's just because you don't see me. It doesn't mean I'm not here. You know, your, your, your cousins, they're over in that city over there. You don't see them, but 
they're there. You know what I mean? So don't ever kind of like, you know, just 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 remember, hey, we're all connected. Like, if you don't see me, I'm still here. And and, and going back to like the passion and the the drive and all that stuff, you everyone is special. They gotta realize that. I wish I could code rap. I mean, there's too many things in life, and I mean, I'm willing to take people in. Like I, I took people in when I was managing at the gym and just like mentored them. I wish, and and this is a way of doing it where I'm talking to you, on a broader mass. You know, everyone is special. You forget the moment the baby the baby comes out. You're like, damn, this baby could be anything it wants to be. It's ready to come from. It's like green and blue, and it's amazing, right? And all of a sudden it begins to grow and it's just so special, so special. And all of a sudden all these things start getting in the way. The people, you know, start saying this and that. It starts doubting yourself. And then the magic slowly disappears. But if you realize the magic, like the baby inside of you exists. And you got to take care of that thing, that, 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 that spirit, that soul, that magical thing. That's a source of energy too. On top of like what I was talking about, how like what our what our parents went through to get us here. You know, the the, the moral of the story is you have to have a fucking story. You have to have a story in your mind yeah. to really propel you to do the functions that you need to do every day. You have to have this like deep belief yes, yes, yes. to get inspired, and you just constantly have to feed your brain with a story. The twenty twenty five chip you put in. It reprograms you every single day to build that muscle that you go out and do it. It's pretty crazy. It's easy to talk about. It's very... No, no, no. no. It's easy to talk about and Period. easy to uh, add into the practice. And it's so easy. It's as easy as saying, dude, and I'm putting this out there. I'm putting this out there. You need a sponsor this show that you've been doing for I don't know how many years and all the people that you interviewed, like and, and especially the wave of Vietnamese stories and the Vietnamese uh, artists that are coming up, you interview them and you be, will be interviewing them. You need a sponsor, whether it's like, I know my, my, my team over at Netflix is going to be listening to this and your show is going to be lit. You're amazing at what you do. You're a smart, intelligent guy. You got the energy for it. You got the experience for it already. You got the fan base and it's just going to get bigger and you're going to generate more money and then more money is going to give you the opportunity to, to spread this message, this, this message that will motivate, inspire other people and on top, it's a win-win-win situation. Whether it's a producer, whether it's a studio, whether it's Netflix or whatever, um, you could do it here and in Vietnam. So you could be interviewing all the people here in Vietnam and, and all the people in, 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 uh, in Vietnam and all the people here. You know what I'm saying? And it's just going to be like the new uh, Spotify. I don't, I don't, it could be anything. But then it, it's, it's there, man. So, you know, people are listening. I know they are. If they're, and, and it's, uh, it should happen. Scott, I appreciate the faith, the confidence. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, and this is what we need as a community, the faith, the belief that we matter and that the shit that we do travels beyond ourselves. And I appreciate you giving me that, that energy right now. Because it's just, every, every story that I sit with somebody changes me. Mm -hmm. And 
me sharing your story and what you're saying changes our community as a whole. Yeah, that's why that's why I I pulled you and uh, uh, Q and, and Johnny. Some, well, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. When I came back, um, I was like, you know, I I want to do more and I want to do as much as I can, and if I have the connection, the the, the friends, and I I could uh, do more. Why not? Yeah. You know, and and it's not like I'm afraid anymore. I'm not afraid of anything, man. I I'm not even af- like I don't I, I don't make mistakes. Mm. I don't I don't I don't f up. I just do, and I I I learn if I, I it, it, if it if it doesn't come out well or if it doesn't feel good, then I oh okay, make note now now I know. So you come from a a very abundant mentality, like an abundance mentality. There's no scarcity in you. You don't think about scarcity. You think about purely abundance. There's so much that you can give. Yeah, yeah, because like, and, and it's all your attitude too. Yeah. Like, there's, there's so many elements to it. And mm-hmm. then I think as you go, you start to kind of like, at least I did, I, I start to kind of find like my way. And it's like the a- attitude. Attitude is everything, man. Like, I, you can't get an argument with me anymore. Like, I, I don't, I, 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 I mean, I see people that are different. Like, you know, I was on set and, and recently and one guy is totally different. He was like, you know, he, he I, I consider him my, 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 one of my good friends. I consider him one of the best actors I've ever worked with. But he's like, he's different. He stands out. And when you stand out, sometimes people like kind of look at that frown on that a little bit because it's different. You know what I mean? But I, you know, and I, I started changing some minds uh, by telling them, hey, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, there's more to it. You know, there's more to it than, and everyone is different. There's more to it, you know, and. And I always tell them like you got, dude, you got to be yourself, and you're you're really special, and you're the best. Like, dude, you, you don't even realize how good you are, man. So wait, so were was that person getting pressure from the outside, and they were doubting themselves, or you just were around negative energy around? They, they weren't doubting themselves. I I just know that you know like people like look at a uh, someone who's kind of different. Different, yeah. Yeah, kind of like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and 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 doesn't mean that they they, have, they don't have a right to do that. It just means like, hey, you know, it's like for me, like, you know, I, I I pulled a friend aside and I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, it's like, don't even let that thought or feeling into your 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 frame, your your, your armor, mm. dude, because, you know, it's a, uh, it's 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 it, you don't need to do think like that, you know what I mean? So like people, like, you know, I just I can't get into an argument. I, I mean, if someone is getting beat up, I'll be like, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, try to help out and stuff, obviously. And I love to fight. <laughs> but I'm not going to, like, try to hurt somebody. I'm not going to be, like, getting all, like, in somebody's face. Um, but going back to, like, your attitude, like, I, I say this. I, I, I say your attitude creates your altitude. And this is perfect because I got that, that f- those words in my head recently when I... You know, I, I'm with a new agency and all that stuff, and they're right on Wilshire across the street from um, Lakma. And I used to live nearby there, so I would drive there all the day. I drive by all the time, be stuck in traffic down on the streets, uh, hit the gym right there. Da, da, da. And then only when I changed like my attitude and my life and the, the way I th- see things and the way I feel things and the way I approach things and and not be a uh, not question myself. It uh, my attitude changed my altitude, and so their agency is like penthouse. I could see the ocean from the exact same place where I used to drive back and forth. You know, uh, you know, 
now I'm at the exact same place, but I'm like, I think like 30 stories up or something. Oh. I can see the ocean. I can see the sunset. I can see the ocean. I can see like the mountains. I can see everything. everything. And I'm standing there. I'm like, I'm looking out the window and, and they're like, Scott, can we have a meeting? I was like, hold on. I was like, I'm taking this in because my attitude changed my altitude. I'm now, now I'm here standing looking at this mission. Like, yeah. It's crazy. You know, uh, you probably missed the, the big fight on Saturday, uh, the Gravante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight. Uh, I saw, I saw it. I saw, saw it. No, I, I saw like the highlights. The highlights. So, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I wanted to bring this up today while we talked. Um, I, I didn't, I, I like fights. I like to watch these things. I'm not a big f super fan, but I, when, when I get invited to a party and, you know, they're like, oh, we have a fight, you know, big fight, UFC or boxing, I like to attend. But something that I just kind of learned about the optics of what we see uh, really kind of changed my view about human beings so this uh gravante was uh favored to win by a lot and um i didn't know any of this going in and i just watched the two fighters and when you see the two fighters in the ring you see one fighter with so much belief in his skill set and he's not at, at at all worried you could you could never detect fear you don't detect a cockiness to him. You just detect this like this air of confidence that he's going to get the job done very quickly and very soon. You don't you don't know when he's going to get it done, but he's going to do it. And the other guy, you could see he's doing the best it's, that he can, but you could see that he thinks that he's probably going to lose the fight. And I don't know it's, it's maybe just my my like my imagination. But what I learned is when you could see that in a fighter, can you imagine like all the business people or all the badasses in the world where they just have this belief? And I see it with you. I see that like that belief. And if I don't talk to you or if the world doesn't hear it, we will never see it. But you get to this place like in another five years, you're going to be if you have that attitude that Gravante has, right? For the next five years, it's going to keep compounding. So it goes from Tourist Guide to Love to the HBO project to this, to that, and you just keep leapfrogging. Meanwhile, we don't see, because in the ring you could see it, and you could see it just play out in that confidence. But you have that. You have that, like, that extraordinary faith in where you're going. And I think that's a big lesson that I'm learning to, 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 to watch and to see and to detect that whenever I'm in life now is to see that pattern play itself out, which is just like this utter belief in attitude creating altitude. And I learned it when I when I saw this and I'm sitting right in front of you hearing this over and over today. And I hope that our community can pick up on this as well is like we have to believe that this is the way to go about it. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm trying. Like I, I kind of like reached out to people because I just want to, like, if I can inspire, if I can help, and I do. I mean, I'm a, I'm such a good coach, man. I just and maybe it's because I had such good coaches growing up, and that's what it is. Even though I was like, you know, I, I grew up feeling like I was, you know, like I don't I don't speak well. I'm not articulate, you know, and and and. And I'm 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 a bit street, you know. And then realizing that that those are the things that makes me special. Yeah. 
and then from there it's like okay i had all these coaches i i then i was like okay the things they told me okay the things i'm learning right now it it, it starts to be like then i i start training people and when you're a trainer you gotta you gotta you gotta be positive you gotta coach people mm. you see the great you see the good in them you see the potential in them even though sometimes they don't see it in themselves and i'm doing that day in day out day in day out and then after that i, I started you know managing so i'm hiring trainers to have that same mindset to try to practice that same mindset talking to people to to try to have that mindset and kind of see how special they are um so i think it's like the my journey was like i have have i had good coaches and first good coach is my parents man my mom and dad my brother my sisters teaching my, my sister teaching me how like how to treat women you know what i mean like treat, i remember that one time she, i was like 15 or something she was like or 16 i was like kind of a goofball kind of learning about girls right she was like um how, how would you like if mom and dad uh, oh, if someone t- treated mom and dad like that? Uh, mom, mom mom and i like that and i was like mm. <laughs> well what did you do for her to make that comment i was just maybe talking some shit you know like guys talking shit or, or did i forgot I did something yeah it was i forgot it was, i was 15 14 or something she was like 17 and I, when she said that, I was like, hmm, that makes sense, you know? And I, I really don't remember yeah. at all what I said, but it wasn't bad. I, I was always a good, you know, I was a good guy. I never did anything, just, you know, disrespectful and all that stuff. But it, it was something, you know what I mean? And she said that, you know? And then my brother, it was just like teaching me how to fight. Always beating me up, you know what I mean? Teaching me how to, like, not be disrespectful, you know? Um, and then my, my mom teaching me how to be a good person no matter what, you know, like, like, she taught me how to be like, um, be kind. She's such so, such a kind. Like she's never raised her hand to me. I mean, she did. She did one time. She raised her hand real fast, and she was like, Ugh. and then she, she didn't even touch me. She went, Ooh. I did something real bad that day. I forgot what it was. She, I just remember her face. She was like, Ooh. and she couldn't like. It was like a, it was like propelling, like magnet, magnets propelling. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I could see in her eyes. I disappointed her that time, and I remember that. And so, but she, you know, never, never like laid a hand. Never laid a hand. Never, I never saw her talk like, like, like talk like, like nasty to people. I never raised her voice. You know, like loved her, her family, and just a p- good, good person. I'm like, dude, I came from that. And you're fortunate, you know, you're fortunate to come from good people. My dad is not so good, but, <laughs> but I mean, he's good in the sense that I mean, he, he's he. he He's done some stuff in, in in our lifetime, my lifetime, where I know and I've seen that gives him his credits, man. I mean, that man's—he's a—he's a bit of a, a stubborn old man, but he's—he loves his family. He's still here with me, man. He's still here. He's still with the family. He's still—you know—he's yeah. done stuff. So, and that's a gift too, you know. When you, we think about like um, our parents, and you know, even even if they fuck up, you know, we get to learn the mistakes. That that's the gift that they give us, which is you know they make these mistakes, and if they were not there, we wouldn't be able to see the mistakes. But because they stayed around, we're able to see the gift of the mistakes that they they're giving. You know this this thing that I heard recently um, on a po- another podcast was it was an interview, and they were like, this guy was like, you know I have I have two. He goes, I learned this from a friend. Like I have two rowdy young kids. And they go crazy. And sometimes I'm like, ah, you know, I'm like, get a little angry and stuff. But then my friend was, he was like, my friend said, imagine your, your 80 year old self mm. standing next to you and knowing what he knows and 
how would he act to react to those kids? You know, it would be like, ah, you know, it's more like, why get angry at this, these little things? Why get frustrated? Why, why, why give them that memory of you getting angry and yeah. scolding them when it's just kids playing and, and acting a fool, you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like what I, I, I've discovered that something like a couple years ago or like maybe two years ago, um, the portal. Did I ever talk to you about my portal? No. No? About the portal. So, like, I'm right here. I'm 42 years old, right? I'm 42 years old. And right now, if I think about my 12-year-old self, I'm, I'm at Garvey School, Garvey Elementary School. I'm playing basketball in the morning. There's a whole bunch of people watching. You know, I got my hoodie on. I'm playing ball. Oh, my gosh. It's so much fun. I'm doing well, you know? Uh, Sam is there. Uh, a couple of other people, I, I, I remember their faces. I could feel the cold. and I, So I could take myself there and be there watching it, right? The portal. I open it up and I'm going through the portal and I'm there on that Sunday. And there's one couple of guys that I remember watching every day. They just come to watch in the morning every day before class. But that version of me, the 12-year-old me, like his portal's closed. He's just focusing on the moment. You know, he's just focusing on his life there. His portal, that end of the portal, that that side of the pipe is closed because he doesn't know any better. But my portal is open looking at him, thinking about him right now. Whereas now, my 42-year-old self, my portal, my end is wide open and I'm listening to my 52-year-old self. I'm not doubting him. I'm I'm wide open. Whatever my mind says, my 52-year-old mind says, like I'm taking it in and, you know, and... I'm listening. I'm not doubting it. I'm, I'm my 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 mind is in harmony with my body to be like, okay, this this is real. You know, I got to listen to my 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 inner voice, my 52-year-old self and he's going to like really mentor me correctly. And of course, along the way, I'm, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I might make some mistakes, but they're not mistakes, they're learning. They're like left turns and right turns, you know. But I'm able to kind of like open that portal. And because I'm opening up that portal, I, I don't really doubt too much. Um, I have more confidence because of it. And I, tr- I trust. Fascinating. I trust. So you're saying that you're 10 year, 20 year, 30 year into the future. These guys are coming back right now. You have it open so they can mentor you. Well, yourself. Your future yourself. self is kind of like. Because think about it. If you were, you told me a story about some graveyard, you kicked it over, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. If you were able to really stand next to that dude, that whatever age you, couldn't you just really like help him out if he was there? Like you were physically there. Couldn't you like, you say the right words and you know what's going to trigger him to be like, fuck, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 okay, okay. You could do that, right? You would, you would be able to say the right words to kind of be like, dude, I, dude, I know what's going to happen. You know, um, you're going to regret this. But there's another way. Hey, just be, put it back, you know. Let's, you know, let's uh, make it nice and let's go. Let's go somewhere else. And da, da, da. whatever it is in your story, you could have made that adjustment. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I'm saying. That that's the thing I'm talking about. And so why why not? Open the it future up. self can come to you right now and be like, "Hey, these are the things you have to do, and then you're gonna have the best uh, a podcast show in the freaking world." And you're gonna have these three, two sponsors, maybe three, but two sponsors. You gotta pick out two. You can only pick out two, okay? Because three is too much. And they're gonna they're they're gonna take this show and they're gonna make it worldwide, all of Asia, all you know, America, everything, and just like open up this whole 
diversity and artists and people and 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 and, and, and inspiration. People not, they don't even have to be in in entertainment world to inspire. They could be in other uh, uh, forms and and, and and careers. You know what I mean? And just inspire and 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 spread the word, man. And then people are gonna band together, get stronger, be less divided, and just like start start this mindset of hey, you know, you could do it. You're special and Let's go, let's go, let's go, and and stop doubting yourself, and just like be more, be more mindful. And it pertains to all of us, right? These are just universal truths that we just have to find a way to consistently have the chip replaced yeah. and the thinking replaced. And it's still gonna be like booting to like a new. It's gonna, it still has to what, download new information, new. Uh, outlets you know what i mean like I, I can tell you like like looking back at um the press tour i did for a tourist guide to love in vietnam we did a, a q a after the screening and i run hot dude i run so hot but then the, the production netflix is man like I, I can't say enough about them dude they're so good they're so like i if every you know just they take care of their people so much they take care of you they have such High quality people. They're so nice. They make you feel comfortable. Man, everything is like I, I got. It's just it's so much, so much good stuff. But um, they, I was doing a press tour over there, and they know. I told them, hey, I, I'm, you know, my team was like, hey, Scott runs hot. So can we? Can and you, is, you perspire. That's what you I, mean I, by I you. Sweat you sweat. That stuff. It's all good. You know, what I mean, it, 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 it just means that I'm strong. You know, it means that I, I have I, uh, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. My my energy is high, and, and it, it just is. And so. They took care of me, man. They got, you know, for the morning, they had uh, uh, fans real going and then the press, and it was all good. It was all good. They were like, <clears throat> I was like, man, these, this is perfect. This is great. And then then later on that evening, we had the screening, and then we had the Q&A afterwards. But they were like, oh, Scott, we can't. We can't get a fan out there. And I was like, all right, I'll just take my own fan. Right? So I took my own fan. I'm in my outyai. Rachel sitting next to me, you know, by noise sitting on this side, and I got my little fan here, right? And I'm in front of all these people. And the host is talking and he's talking and he's talking and he's talking. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm starting to sweat. And so my brain, and this is this is like rare now, but it, my brain was like, like my mind prepared myself. Oh, you got a fan. Just turn on the fan and blah, blah, blah. You know, be cool. Hey, it is what it is, you know? I'm hot. <laughs> and then you're, you're able to answer the question uh, appropriately feeling comfortable and all that stuff but my brain at that moment was like my brain was uh, it went oh no 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 don't take out the fan because this, the, the, the brain said don't take out the fan because then it'll, it'll, it'll look weird right now it'll look like, like, like it'll look you know, different right now and, 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 and you know so you see the brain was saying that shit the brain was kind of like trying to take control and be like don't do it but my mind was like, you prepared yourself. You do it. But so I didn't do it. And I saw I was sweating a lot, right? So I, I looked back at that moment. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a moment where I was like, ah, oh, okay. I knew better. My mind prepared me. And I didn't do it because I was like, oh, you know, I, I just don't want to like whip it out and kind of like, you know, have, you know, look kind of weird right there. But again, it's like, so I'm like, okay, next time, don't even doubt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't even doubt it. Because for the most part, what I want to do when I when I have interviews and stuff is really speak from my heart, speak from the soul, speak from a, a very uh, humble place, a truth, truthful place. 
and things like that shouldn't get in my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to keep it real, yeah. keep things very authentic. Yeah. Just I don't want it getting in my way, so I, I, you know, a fan or something, just keep me cool, you know. So when when you're doing these press tours and you're getting interviewed, does producers and people like from the outside sit with you and go, "Hey, Scott, like, don't say this, don't say that." Do they try to limit you at all? No, no, not at all. I mean, they. I, I, they, they, Netflix was. I mean, Netflix again. They, they're so helpful. They're, they, they had me work with like a someone who does a lot of. Uh, it's like a, a like a coach, a, a publicity coach. coach yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and a really good one at that. And so, they were just teaching me how, like you know, Zoom. You look into a camera. You know, you don't have to look here. You can look into the camera. Don't look away too much. Um, and then like they. They, they asked me questions and I, I would answer them honestly and, and truthfully. And they'd be like, see, these are the things that um, you, sh- you should say, the things that you really, you know, and remember them. And don't feel awkward that you're going to have to repeat them over, over and over and over. Again. It's okay, you know. And, and they were just making me feel comfortable, making me like really trying to get me, uh, making me feel like, hey, this is, this is normal to say it over and over again. It's okay. Um, so then, yeah, that, that was that's like as far as they go. So they don't put limits and boundaries on you. Wow. Like literally this project, a tourist guide to love Netflix, the people, they were like, just be you. And, and I've done that. And I've been doing that. And I'm trying to kind of like really hone, hone in on that even more. Cause I, even though I'm like, I feel, I feel very confident. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in my own skin. Like I'm, you know, I'm here. Like, I really, you know, appreciate. I, 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 I could, I could soak it up even more being here. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, it's, it's cool being here, back here with you again in the six two six. I'm a six two sixer. I need to get in contact with the six two six night 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 market. Like this, I mean, it's not a call. Six two six night market. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fucking SG. You v, know, homie. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Well, what do you want to do if you got in touch with the 626? I don't know. Because... I mean, should we do like, I don't know, something like. Well, we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like, like, I don't know, like, like, uh, uh, like, you know, have out posters and all. I could bring like some of the cast and we could do a signing and we could take pictures. You know, th- I came from here. This, I think this means something. You know what I mean? And, and so I could, and I, I could, then from there, I could really talk to like the people of, this, you know, the San Gabriel Valley, the 626, you know, all these areas here, right? And who knows, like maybe some of the next, the next big actor, actress, singer is all here. And just like, you know, if I come across them and I just say one little thing and they remember it, just like my coaches back in the days, when I remember the things that they said, that, 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 that adds fuel to my fire. I remember, I, I constantly remember, I will think about it over and over again with some of the things that Larry Landless said, some of the things that Mrs. Hira told me, Mrs. Fujimoto, Mr. Floyd, I, um, um. Yeah, I rem- I still remember it. I- I'm not gonna forget it. It's ingrained in my, my my computer, and that's I keep that part. You know what I mean? What is the next image of who you want to be on screen? Do you have like this sort of imagery of where you're gonna land next, or where you envision yourself next? Oh yeah. It. it I started this uh, this next thing like when I was training for a tourist guide to love, um, I was, I was envisioning like Marvel or DC, a project, a superhero project. And while I was training, I was, I was training for a tourist guide to love, but I also was shooting, my mind was shooting through that time 
and like into the next one so that when they do see it, when they go, oh, hey, Scott Lee, Scott Lee, uh, does he even look like a superhero? Uh, you know, let me see. Show him that. Show, show him that video. Show him those pictures. You know what I mean? My first post on my Instagram, which I just started like after Tourist Guide to Love, is is making note. Hey, in case men's men's health and men's fitness doesn't know, check this out. Now you know. And right before, I, let me see, two, a month ago, a month ago, something like that. A month ago, I got uh, I I did a I did a thing with men's fitness. Oh no no, yeah, men's health. I did a thing with men's health, so it's gonna come out soon. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that, and that's what I. That's why I asked that question because yeah. you seem to really harness this idea of manifesting visuals, stories, and these images of where you want to land seems to be a big part of your story and who you are developed to become that's that's how you envision the world and i think that's like the big message here the big moral of the story is to really envision what you see as a reality it's it's it's, it's all this bullshit about the secret and all that you know it, yeah, but it's, it's not it's, bullshit though man right right and you got to have an, an aim and you got to have an aim and then you just gotta like think it think, think it, it think it think, think it. it why not like like yeah I, you know i think growing up and, and i think some people have this problem and i i don't anymore but just i i wouldn't say it's a problem it's just the thing that they got to get over it's sometimes like someone's better than you or you're better than somebody else comparison, like, comparison like, i don't care issue. i don't compare to anybody man i feel like no one's better than me and i'm better than no one right i, right. I don't i don't and, and i really believe that and that's why i was like man my mind has no competition i have no competition with but anybody. you're competing with your previous self anybody i'm not competing with my previous self either <laughs> I'm not gonna be, I'm just like going along. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a line walking the planes. You know yeah. what I mean? Just walking the planes. I'm not thinking about how I missed out on that zebra yesterday. <laughs> I'm just walking the plane, and all of a sudden, if I see that zebra, or I see another line, let's go. You know, uh, I'm not thinking about that. So, like, just don't compare. I mean, when you compare, you kind of like weaken your your spirit because yeah. then you know you're either I'm better than him or or her. Or I'm not as good, and then it changes your your, your vibration. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like this: be you, be the best version of you. Represent, you know, have an aim, and train like crazy. I think training is like. Oh, I saw someone recently who knew me. I walked out of the the screening in in in, uh, in Saigon, and um, he's a, he's a he's a well known director in. in uh, I'm, just, I'm not just saying names. I just don't want to. I feel like, do I have to ask them first to say their name? No, you don't have to. Just throw out the name. No, no, it's not good. I just, you know, uh, he was like a well-known director and stuff. And he was like, hey, Scott. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And then we started talking. He was like, and then later, I started taking some pictures of some people because they wanted to. And then he, I could see him look at me. And then he comes up to me and he's like, Scott, you haven't aged a day in 15 years, man. I was like, this sounds like Ham Tran would say some shit like that. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> okay, yeah, you said it, not me. But yeah, yeah, he said that. I was like, yeah. And then, like, that's well, funny. You must have heard or so. Okay. No, no. I mean, Ham and I are very close. So, okay. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, one yeah. of my partners at East Film. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so I just know how he is. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, just like positive energy and positive yeah. you know, mindset. And I train and, you know, just like, you know, it's like age, aging is like, you know, you, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, I, I worked with a lot of people where I was able to help them, like, when they were like, they looked a certain way and they changed their body and their 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 attitude, their, their personality mm -hmm. glow, it glow. It, it it was able to come through and they were like, you know, it's uh, just work out, train, 
you know, put your body through something where it could grow. It's going to regenerate and then your muscles and skin regenerates. Your thoughts regenerate. Your thoughts regenerate. And your mm. thoughts kind of like puts your body in action and your thoughts have to be kind of like led by your mind. See, your and, and, and that's the thing about modern life, right? We're just social media and we're just always social on Social media is cool. Social media is cool. It's just a, but yeah. we're glued to this, you know, the young, the young generation's glued to this and they don't have that, you know, I'm afraid that they don't have that, like that, that, ability to step outside the, the the kind of the virtual reality that they're looking into the screen all the time and you know a lot of kids are not going out to participate in physical things anymore you know we're losing that day by day perhaps i'm not worried about that i'm not even thinking about that i'm not thinking about because i know that there's there's going to be you know people who are glued to that and are watching porn and they'll be glued to that and watching sports and they'll be glued to that because they're at the gym um, posting on themselves hitting the gym real hard so there's it's so, all over the place it's 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 like it's positive and negative and if the, we didn't have social media it'll be the same thing there'll be people not doing stuff and there'll be people doing stuff and then there'll be people changing themselves and then there'll be people like really ruining themselves it doesn't matter about this this is just an outlet to like the universe like social media is like connects people together and on a whole nother level it's crazy um but it's just that the same stuff that's happening. You're saying it's the same ratio of like good and bad out there. Yeah. I mean, if it's not that, it's something else. And so I don't think about that. I don't think about how, you know, uh, how it's changing people and all that stuff, yeah. like, you know, for negative or stuff. They'll make up their own decision. They have that brain that and that mindset if they, if they utilize it. Well, Scott, I do look forward to DC or Marvel role with you one day i think that's gonna i think that can happen and i'll be back talking to you about it and it's like we'll play a little clip of this, this. moment yeah and we'll put it back here and the thing is it, it will be like a celebration of what i uh visioned and a celebration of what you visioned envisioned for this podcast and then it could be a, a real celebration because things are going to change around that uh, this this the environment right now and then there'll be more people around us like and it will literally be like a party in here while we're doing it and you know smoke some cigars and yeah you know even i don't smoke uh, cigars but it's just I, I see that too smoke some cigars have some drinks and really just be like elevate you know and 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 and, and then we'll have cameras and, and yeah cameras and but on top of that it's like from that moment from 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 now until that moment the people that you can impact, the people that is gonna pull you in, and you're gonna pull them in. Um, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be good stuff, man. Scott, thank you so much for today. Thanks for coming back on, and we'll get this out ASAP. Right. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you for listening to the Vietnamese with Kenneth Wynn. The Vietnamese is produced by Brittany Tran. Special thanks to Jane Wynn, Catherine Wynn, Tina Pham, Sydney Jamie, and Crystal Trin. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Vietnamese Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe, like, and comment. Please rate and give us a review wherever you find our podcast.